Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about how songs can inspire poetry, and I'm going to give you guys a poetry challenge. Yes, the challenge. <laughs> so, I read the book by Lex Gillette, and it is called Fly. And what I love about reading nonfiction is that oftentimes you can go online and you can actually find the author and watch their TED Talks and learn more about them and you're visiting website and you're just immersing yourself within that world as you're reading. Or that's what I do. So I had to read Fly as a part of my job and prepare a unit for it. And it was purely like joy for me because one, you know how much I love reading. Two, you know, um, disability awareness also is something that is a joy of mine to, to just read from diverse authors, read from different perspectives. So I really um, just embrace the whole assignment and absolutely fell in love with Fly. You could go to my Twitter, and I got a like, oh, that's so cool, go Jags, on my, um, on my tweet, because this world champion, Paralympic uh, medalist, used to go to our school. He graduated from our school. I'm like, what? Wait, and I'm just finding out about this? I thought I might have been a no the past five, six years, but apparently, uh, <laughs> I was left out of the loop. Now I'm in the loop. So, super excited about reading Fly and sharing that story with our students. But there was a TED Talk that he did, and he does it on a couple of his other videos, too. And this song must be very symbolic to him, and it's the Blackbird song by the Beatles. So, not only is he singing it, which to me sounds way, way better, but, but uh, don't, don't fight me, Beatles fans. But his rendition, I love it so much. And it's um, acapella, and he does it on the stage at, like, one of the ends of his performances. So that must be a part of his speech because he has that total package, and he is a speaker. So I have watched clips of him on um, different platforms, uh, speakers-type circuit, and he does the same song. So... I go and I read the lyrics again because I want to see the lyrics and just kind of, you know, blackbirds singing in the dead of night, you know, just like, oh, just, just get to the lyrics to that song. Just absolutely beautiful lyrics, y'all. So I've been singing in my mind, <laughs> blackbird for like the past few days. And it just won't leave me alone. And so this morning, on the way to work, you know, I'm praying. I'm spending time with the Lord. I always do before I start the podcast. And some days, if I don't make a podcast, you know that I needed more extended time. I needed to pray all the way to that parking lot. Other times, when I spend my time with the Lord, I just feel that urgent, okay, Lord, it's ready for the podcast now. And I'm ready to, to speak and, and share. So this morning, when I was speaking to the Lord, I just happened to notice the trees and the mist just rising. 
and it just reminded me of the beauty of just the morning and I left like 20 minutes later today because of us in now at teacher workday mode you don't have to be there at odark 30. you still got to be there early but you don't have to be there at 6 55. <laughs> so i'm like okay i'm leaving just a few minutes early i actually got to drink my coffee at home that's what i did i just enjoyed my morning coffee before leaving the house so i'm still gonna get there y'all i mean it's 6 41 it's hilarious i say that and i'm still probably gonna get there in time um so, I, I just left, and the world just looked a little brighter. It looked a little different, and I said, wow, God, you know, the trees are wearing, like, a Sunday hat, you know, prepping for the day's heat and all of its glory, and I started just imagining the trees like ladies on a Sunday morning wearing that mist hat and I know that that sounds absolutely ridiculous but you know what that's what came to my brain I so I'm like okay I'm gonna write a poem about that because that figurative language was strong with me that imagery was strong with me so I'm like I've got to get out this thought whether anybody else in the universe understands what I mean by this poem I saw I saw this and the Lord gave me this opportunity to to see the silly thing in the, in the field and I turn the corner and there are two blackbirds sitting on a picket fence yes Lord thank you God and so y'all I've been singing blackbird in my mind uh, since I read the book and was listening to his talks in the background like nonfiction research galore so I'm like okay Lord thank you for that so now in my poem it's going to be about the two blackbirds that were convening on the picket fence. So now here's your challenge. Observe your natural world today. Just from wherever you are. It could be in a room. It could be out your window. It could be on your porch. Just take it in. Take in those first sights after you hear this because it's like first sights so you go listen to the podcast you spend time with the lord and then the first things you observe after your prayer time with the lord write a poem about that and then share it with the world that's your next clue right you can't just hold the poem in you got to share it somewhere put it on twitter put it in your blog Put it on your Facebook. Make an Instagram post by going to canva.com and creating an Instagram post image. Put your poem up there. I know that's what I'm going to do with my Blackbird poem. And then if it's inspired by a song or by a book or an experience, tag it. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to tag the book again, Fly, and I'm going to tag the Beatle song, Blackbird. And I'm going to talk about how that song was just planted in my spirit as I read Fly and as I continued about my week. And I've been humming it, like nonstop humming that song. And uh, to wake up this morning and then see the two Blackbirds. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Always here, Lord. 
even in the home of an early morning. And so I challenge you to do this thing that I've done. And here's what happened with me, though. So how am I writing this poem? You guys hear the road noise. I'm on the really big roads in Raleigh. So tell me what's happening here. I uh, asked Siri to open up my voice recorder. And I just went through and um, worked on some alliteration and did some poetry um, talk aloud to my voice recorder then I asked Siri open up notes and I hit voice recognition on that one and after brainstorming on the recording I moved it over into my notes and I love to put them in my notes section of my phone and that's where I usually house my poetry and then from my notes section I move it out into the world So I'm excited to share my Blackbird poem with you guys. It is simple, but it matters to me. And so hopefully it will matter to you. But what's more important is that I'm challenging you to go after your own words today. The words that matter to you. What you observe today. guys i hope that y'all have a blessed day happy friday and i hope that um you get a lot of writing done and prep for nanowrimo coming up if you haven't got online and registered for camp nano it's in july you can go ahead and post up your work your progress goals i know mine is a fifty thousand word goal because I want to have at least 20,000 done before July. And I'm already at that halfway point. I'm at 10,000 words. So I'm at my halfway point of my goal for June. So I did set a smaller goal for June because of this closeout. So yesterday was graduation. If you guys didn't know, um, if you follow my Twitter, you could see I was posting some graduation things up. Um, man my principal man i love that guy he he did a great speech yesterday about the if and when concepts man i love that positive mindset shift and i'm gonna definitely share that with you guys i'm not gonna be as eloquent as my principal was in his speech but he did an if but when and i think that you know while i was sitting there the whole time I was like translating that if but when back into the author experience. I guess that's where my mind goes. And I want to share some of that, uh, that thought with you. And uh, that one will be coming up in a later podcast. But um, he mentioned that he was hearing the if but when from another podcast so i was like go my principal's out there listening to positive mindset ones no wonder he's always so optimistic and can really turn some situations that we've had from virtual learning into like positive emails (laughs) he's just a great guy but um but we had graduation we've had finals we had to close out grades we had to get students um push them forward through the end of the school year we had to you know had to help teachers it's, it was a lot guys and 
trust me when I say, like, my calendar had to move. I had to, I had to slow it down. But I do have uh, three podcasts now scheduled for this month. I'm really looking forward to reading a Bible devotional from Miss Nancy. And uh, it's just about a Bible devotional for RV lovers. And y'all, I used to spend three weeks at a time in the RV. So um, I have very fond memories with me and Solomon in the RV. Um, just hanging out, chilling, exploring local communities when we would go and um, and travel with our RV. So um, I'm, I'm loving to, to be able to kind of step back into those memories with Bible devotional. So um, I'm looking forward to that one. And then I'm going to meet with Mary Gray. I'm so excited about that. The Girl in the Hanging Tree psychological thriller. That is for my thriller life. And then I'm meeting with my dear friend, Rachel Clark, and she is one of my WWJs, but she's also, even before WWJs, I've known her for a while in another writing group, and she's just going to hang out with me for a little bit. Um, I've already read The Big Old Bike and Oliver's Adventures, so um, I highly, highly recommend you guys getting The Big Old Bike. I absolutely love it. It would be a great summer read for your family. It is for middle grades, but I'm telling you, third grade and up would love that book. Um, To me, it just fits right in line with just good, solid children's literature, like wonderful chapter book to explore with a family social themes bullying acceptance self-acceptance kindness friendship i just love it so much i can't tell you guys so if you haven't read the big old bike grab that one and she has just written her second one in the series and so we're going to be talking about series work and what she's got going on behind the scenes and she's working on all kinds of writing projects too to keep her motivated and busy and all out into the author world so um i'm going to be meeting with rachel at the end of the month we're going to just kind of hang out and chill and so two of these are going to be low prep work um in fact, Mary Gray is going to be even low prep work because um, I've had her ebook for a while, and then I have now the paperback because she graciously sent it to me. So I'm, you know, I'm excited about the Girl in the Hanging Tree, um, and to be able to read that and talk about thrillers, man, like just immersing myself into the horror world to horror, thriller, suspense, the whole tension, um, hitting those points, um, you know, reading more um, articles, um, watching movies. It's, you know, I love this type of immersion. I'm reading more of Josie Quinn, which is one of my lovely friend author people. She's not a, she's not like a personal friend. Um, she's just an author community person, but, um, just love her work I love her writing and so I definitely uh, support her work I share out her work she was on the podcast but I love the Josie Quinn series I'm in book two now Um, just her writing style I love that fast pace in your face (laughs) that's what it is just gotta go gotta go it's that urgency so you feel the urgency and you feel it within the pacing it's it doesn't lull it's not slow you feel that urgency from Josie because she knows time's running clock is running and so 
that's something like with Heather Moody, if you don't feel that urgency within her detective work, she's, she's finding her way. Like, she's figuring it all out. She's moving from doing raids to looking at cold case files and, and solving those. And so, she's, she's new in her capacity in this particular unit. And so, she's finding her way. She's finding her rhythm, too. So, I'm really excited about how Heather Moody is growing. And the case file is um, about to crack open, guys, in the work that I'm doing. So, uh, excited about where that's going to lead. And I'm thankful for um, the genetic detective. Oh, my gosh. If you guys have not seen that on Hulu, um, absolutely love Cece. I would love to meet her. So, that she's on my bucket list to meet. I'm going to reach out to her um, and see if I can get her uh, on an interview. Because I just love her story, her work, um, and her spirit is just, ah, oh, just lovely. So, I'm definitely going to be reaching out to Cece. If you haven't seen The Genetic Detective, that could be something that you could watch this summer. Just get ready to cry. Um, she produced that work, too. And I'm, t I'm telling you right now, my husband and I cried multiple episodes. Um my husband too and he would keep saying man that's messed up man that's messed up man that's messed up and and I'm telling you it was just so uh, her work is just so amazing um so I can't uh wait to see if I get a response or not so y'all pray about that if the Lord means it to be it will be and uh even though we're not going to be doing genetic detective work in this book, um, it's that, just that dedication to the work that inspires me to continue to um, fight for justice for my uh, fake characters. <laughs> so, um, and right the wrongs. How much of it can you right? But as, as, you know what I mean. So that part alone is... is um, it kind of like fuels me when I'm writing. And so thank you to CC and the Genetic Detective. And thanks to my friend Tanya who told me about it. She was like, have you seen the Genetic Detective? Oh my God, you'll love it, you'll love it, you'll love it. I'm like, no, I've never heard of it. Oh my gosh, I put it on my list. Guys, I have a list. And if you don't have a list, get you one. Get a list. So that way when people recommend things, it's not just like you say out loud. Oh, okay, great. Send me that. No, just write it on your list. Just pull it up in front of them. You know, if they're sharing something, it's worth one, you listening. Two, you following through by putting it up on a list in front of them. Even if you don't get to it, you're just writing it then because then you're going to forget. And I have a list of movies, books, and um, documentaries. So, trust me when I say that I love my list now. Thanks to Michelle DeRosier for helping me with that list. Oh my gosh, I am here. I left like 15, 20 minutes later drinking my coffee and I am still here at 6.55. <laughs> Alright guys, well I hope y'all have a great day. I've talked y'all to death all the way to work. And I will see you guys later. Bye.